Welcome to the Socket Podcast. Socket helps you plug into you and unplug from things that no longer serve you. Find your voice and self-esteem while learning to say no and set boundaries when needed. Your host, Kathy Suber, is an entrepreneur and mom of two with a life lens of happiness. If living a life of authenticity, kindness, and confidence is something you are looking for, get ready to plug in. We are glad that you are here. done taping a podcast with the wonderful Jackie Claremont, which will launch in two days. One of the things we ended up talking about was the law of attraction and mindset. Uh, We're in January, which is our mindset month for the 12 elements of health. And there are so many different facets of mindset that you can talk about. But I wanted to talk a little bit, dive in a little bit further into something that we touched on briefly in the podcast that'll launch in two days and uh, kind of analyze it a little bit and think about it. So I did some research and the law of attraction, that term, that, that, those words, um, the first time it appeared in print was in 1877 from a, Ru- a Russian author named uh, Helena Blavatsky, Blavatsky, man, I'm really bad with pronouncing names. I believe that's how you say it, Helena. Um, and then in uh, 1887, Ralph Waldo Trine wrote in a book called In Tune with the Infinite, He wrote this in chapter nine, the law of attraction works unceasingly throughout the universe. And the one great and never changing fact in connection with it is, as we have found that like attracts like, like attracts like. Now, I do not pretend to be an expert on the law of attraction. I certainly watch The Secret and uh, I, I follow a lot of Facebook pages and Instagram pages of people like-minded that believe that what you put into your brain comes back out, what you focus your energy on, you're going to have more of. And so you can see people in your life that truly keep that positive spirit, that trying to find those silver linings, trying to find all the good in people. And it seems as if their world is surrounded by a lot of the same like-minded people, positive people. You also see some people that kind of get stuck in this negative rut of things aren't going well for me. Um, They're focusing on, you know, finding people that are putting them down or finding people that they they believe are finding fault with them, um, feeling like I never get the right breaks. And that's where their minds are. That's where they keep their mindset in that negative functioning thing. And it seems as if unless they do the work to pull themselves out of it and go down the other side of the hill to the the positive hill, that more and more things in their lives are negative. And so, again, I don't pretend to understand the quantic mechanics behind this or every spiritual understanding of what this means. But I wanted to talk about a couple of the ways that I use this in my life and how it has fostered continued positivity and looking on the bright side. Sometimes people thinking I'm a little too Pollyanna-ish, as I said with Jackie. So a couple of the ways that I use it, uh, I've talked a little bit about this in other podcasts, but I just want to kind of go through it so you have them all together. And some of them might not work for you. 
Some of them might be like, oh, that's something I could really do. And that's something that's a, that's a, an action that I could put into play in my life that I think might be really helpful. So hoping that you get a couple of nuggets uh, from what I'm about to share. The thing that we talked about when I first started uh, the podcast on mindset is sub, our subconscious and those internal things that you say to yourself, those internal belief systems that you have about yourself and how those beliefs can alter your actions and your actions become your future and who you are. And so if your internal beliefs are set to negative in whatever category of life you're talking about, your habits will most likely follow that because our conscious follows our subconscious as we dive into life. So if you have something where you're stuck in your head of I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm never going to have enough money, money is scarce, um, people don't like me, I'm weird, right? If you have those types of personal beliefs stuck deep inside your brain, that is something that needs to be unraveled. That will be something that will hang with you for your entire life and thwart your efforts to, to live the life that you're wanting to live. And it, and it really comes to a place where you're almost battling. It's like your will, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fight for a better job, or I'm going to work to lose weight. I'm, I'm going to change, you know, be more positive. And you can work really hard on your habits to make the life that you want to go in a better direction. But if those, if those negative belief systems are still there and still set in stone, then it's just going to drag you back down. Eventually your willpower can overpower it for a period of time, but your set point is going to longstandingly be longstanding. Is that a word? I'm not really sure. Um, it's going to be set in that. So that's something that really needs to be worked on. If you are, if you are, um, holding on to some of those beliefs that just aren't true for you. Maybe they were never true. Maybe they used to be true, but they're not anymore, or you don't want them to be. So when I first learned a little bit about this, uh, it was probably a decade ago, I saw a man named Bill Bartlett. He owns Corporate Strategies and Solutions in Naperville as a business coaching. And I went there because I had a couple of issues that I was dealing with in my business life. And what's so funny is the work that I ended up doing with him that was transformational to me really was more about my personal beliefs about me. Basically everything that I was telling him was a business problem, was an, a negative internal belief about who I was as a person that was just projecting onto business issues, which fascinated me. So he did something called performance kinesiology. I was trying to think of that word right before this and I couldn't think of it. So I'm really glad that I pulled that out. Performance kinesiology. And he basically took me through some visualizations, some um, uh, different, he would give me some time to write down a statement of what I wanted to be true for my life. I know I've talked about this on, on the podcast before. Um, and he basically said, your statement can be 100% not true. Totally not true but we're going to help put it into your subconscious that it is true. Again, changing that subconscious. So I wrote a sentence um, that I still have up on my refrigerator from all those years ago. And it is, I have a healthy, strong, and powerful body and I respect and take care of it. Because a lot of the things I was dealing with was that I was not worthy. Um, and that kind of 
went back to body image and whether or not I was overweight. Um, and again, I talk a lot about body image and weight issues and things like that. Cause I think it's so universal for so many of us that we get wrong messaging from someone or somehow we internalize things that have happened to us. And we take that in as I'm not okay. My body's not okay. I'm not worthy. I'm not loved. And so I had to work through that. So we went through maybe a five minute visualization um, and, and he would help kind of set that statement as a, an, a fact for me. And when I was in practice of, of working on it afterwards, you, you do different exercises to kind of keep, keep putting that thought into your brain to help eliminate the past thought. Um, I know it sounds a little bit out there, but I swear to God, it, when I could, when I was focusing on that, I felt so much better about myself. I felt powerful. I felt strong. And my habits in my daily life reflected that without even trying. I didn't need willpower to not drink as much or not eat as much, which were have always been two of my coping mechanisms to kind of peace out when I'm stressed or, or going through a lot. And so I didn't have to try not to. I just didn't want to. Um, it was really interesting. And, and as with everything in life, I've ebbed and flowed where I'm being a little more mindful of these things, I'm a little more intentional. And there's sometimes where I'm like, I don't know, F it. I, I, I'm just going to eat the ice cream and drink the Tito's. So that work was really, really powerful for me. Um, there's a lot of different providers you can do this with. Some therapists do some hypno hypnotherapy. Um, I know I've seen a, a woman named Becca in Cuba City, Wisconsin. She is a Reiki master. Um, so there's lots of different ways that you can plug into work like this. It, you might just have to ask around. I know in our area, a lot of people ask about these things on the branch moms, and it's amazing how much information moms know. Normally someone asks a question and a half an hour later, there's 45 answers for you to uh, do a little research on. Or sometimes one one of the responses magically pops out 10 times and you're like, all right, looks like I've got 10 referrals to the same person or, or the same practice. Another thing that I've talked about recently is kind of the love diet. I've talked about my struggles with weight and how I was told at a very young age that I just weighed too much. And that really, really, really stuck with me. And it's something I'm still trying to unravel and process through the love diet is the slow process of loving yourself right where you are at, as opposed to trying the next diet fad or trying to limit calories or count calories or only, you know, have dessert on Friday or only drink on a Saturday um, and all these rules and restrictions. I'm not saying that those don't work for other people because I know they do. Um, some people can find the right kind of program or quote unquote diet for them. And it just, it's the right time. It's the right thing for their body. They get in a groove and they really, they really can make a lot of forward momentum and progress with their health. So again, I'm not putting down any of those things. I'm just saying that for me, the endless, I'm going to start a diet on Monday has not been successful in over you know, 40 years of, of trying to do this. So I decided this year I was going to look at things with a totally different approach. And I've been doing this for maybe six months now. And I will say that I feel dramatically different. 
because I didn't, I haven't starved myself. I haven't restricted my calories to 1500 calories. I'm not working out two hours a day. I'm, I've lost a little bit of weight. I have no idea how much I've lost because I don't get on the scale because I fired my scale, but I feel for the first time ever, like I have found something that ultimately will lead me to better health and is, is a journey that I am currently on. I feel as if I'm on the right track and I just have to keep plowing forward with loving the crap out of myself, loving my body, flaws and stomach and all. I was listening to um, Amy Porterfield and Rachel Hollis. They uh, were on a podcast together. Amy Porterfield um, is kind of a really big big influencer in the online courses, um, email list generation, just something I plug into for some of my business uh, entities. And she just launched a new podcast. Uh, I think it's called Talking Bodies. And man, I listened to her on the Rachel Hollis podcast today, and she plugged into so many things that resonated with me. And I, at some point, I'm going to challenge her to get into a bathing suit. She said she would never be in a bathing suit in public. And Amy Porterfield, if you're listening, I'm going to call BS on this. I got over that about five, six years ago when I bought a house with a pool and a hot tub. And I decided that I was going to no longer prevent myself from having fun with my kids, with my friends, just because I was in a bathing suit. So I'm going to challenge you to that. Not that we know each other, but I would love to. Um, Anyway, I am systematically taking every day and finding things that I love about myself, finding ways to give grace to my body, finding ways to not shame myself for not being perfect. And during that podcast that I was talking about, um, Rachel was talking about something that she was saying, it's interesting how we want to just find different parts of our bodies we wanna love, right? We, We like this, we like this, we like that. But that to love ourselves, we have to love all of ourselves, even the parts that we don't, or even the parts, I guess, that we wish were different. But you know what? Right this very second, they're not. And chances are, they'll never be what we kind of hope that they could be, right? Would I like to look like a swimsuit model in a bikini? Sure. I mean, why not? Yeah, I would like to look like that. Is that ever reasonable for my body, no matter what I were to do with it, with the diet, with exercise, with even surgery? Is that even possible for me? It's not. And so I get to choose, do I continue to beat myself up and hate parts of my body and parts of myself? Or do I learn to accept all of it and love all of it? and focus on that self-care, self-love, self-promotion, self-positive affirmations. And I believe that while this approach is going to take a lot more time, what has happened every other time that I do a diet is that I lose weight quickly, I'm perfect for three weeks, and then I go off of it. And I gain the weight back and then more sometimes, just for fun, just for good measure. So one of the things that I really love doing is, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I really love meditation. I never thought I would like meditation. I was yoga too. I was, I was so busy in the last few decades of my life, raising kids and having businesses and being a doctor. And, and 
I always felt like it was a little bit of a waste of time. Like, well, that's not going to make me sweat or that's not lifting weights or that's not cardio enough. Or um, how am I going to quiet my mind for 30 minutes during a meditation? But I found a couple of meditations. I do the breathe app and there's one that I brought up uh, with Jackie again, and it's called, I've been doing it at night. It's about 33 minutes and it's called the life visioning meditation. And the um, person speaking is Bradley Morris. And this is again on the breathe app. So if you, if you go to Bradley Morris or you type uh, life visioning meditation, you should be able to find it. And it takes you through these breathing exercises for quite a while. And then you go into like this dark tunnel. And at first the visualization is that you can't see anything. You're just on faith going into this tunnel in complete darkness. And as you get further and further along and doing all these different breathing techniques, you get to a place where you see some light further ahead. And as you keep walking forward, you start being able to see your feet underneath you, see your body again. Um, the light keeps growing. And when you get to the end of that tunnel, you meet a person and you, you don't know, I'm ruining for you, but you don't know through this whole meditation, if you've only done it one time, that who you are meeting is your future self. And it's talking about the visualization of who do you want to be in the future? What do you want your health to be? What do you want your body to look like? Not, not perfection, but you know, if you have some weight to lose, is that a part of it? You know, what are you wearing? What's your confidence level like? What, what are the things that you're doing in this future life? And one of the things that was interesting, I did this again last night, was as you get further and further through the meditation, the first time I was like, where is this going? Because <laughs> so I'm just breathing and walking in a dark tunnel. Um, but I believe you get to a place in your body where you're so relaxed and your breathing is so on point with, with healing that, that you're not judging what you see as your future self with the normal subconscious issues that you normally bring to the table. It kind of opens up your mind to what do I really want for myself? What do I want my life to look like? And, and at, at the very end of the meditation, he has you, I think he has your future self, take your hand and show you something almost like a, a Christmas Carol, right? Where they're, where they're show, showing a Scrooge, the, the future, right? Or, or, but this is positive where they want you to look and see what are you doing in your life that you're proud of, that, that you want to manifest. And for me, the thing I saw last night is I want to write my book. I have probably a quarter to a third of a book already started. Um, I started it a couple of years ago and then I, don't know, I just put it on a shelf. Well, it's actually in a file in my computer. I did actually print it out and put it on my shelf though, just in case I lost something. Cause every once in a while I can't, can't find things in my computer. I am not as computer savvy as I would like. And so that is another goal of 2021 to almost take like a basic computer class. Anyway, I've always thought about writing a book. I've always thought about sharing some of this information in that format and in this visual visualization, my future self showed me that book and I could see a little fuzzy, but I could see what the book cover looked like. And that was really awesome. So 
I'm a big fan of visualizing things that you want to see or you want to be truthful. So you're both things with visualizations and with affirmations, positive affirmations, you can work to remove those negative subconscious beliefs to put things in your life that you would like to have more of. And and that falls into the law of attraction because you're you're putting out the energy of those positive changes, of those changes already being made. And I do believe, even though I don't exactly understand it, that when you do that, you you will achieve those things quicker. It's not some, you know, order up at McDonald's where you order something and two seconds later, it comes out the window. It, it's not anything immediate like that. And I know it has its, um, uh, it, it has, it has, it doesn't, it can't do every, you can't say, oh, I need a million dollars tomorrow and you're going to get a million dollars tomorrow. It has, has limitations. That's the word I'm looking for. But overall, if you continue to practice the law of attraction and positive affirmations and positive visualizations and loving yourself more, I believe you can make a shift in your life that is sizable and tangible and palpable to you. You will feel different. Your life will be different. Other people around you will notice that you're different. And all it takes is continual practice and intention to do that. And that may seem like a lot of work that you might not be able to add to your list, but if you can get this one thing going in the right direction, it will lead to changes in every single other part of the things that we're going to talk about in the 12 elements of health. If you get this going in the right direction, you will get your physical health in going in a better direction. Your ergonomics of life will be different. Your spiritual well-being will be different. Your gratitude practice, your financial health. There's so many things that start with perception, with mindset, and with getting getting yourself on this path of attracting things that you would like by giving them more energy. I hope uh, that resonated with you a little bit and you can pull a couple nuggets, like I said, out for your own life. And if you're looking to connect with me, you can find me at simplysocket.com. My email is Kathy at simplysocket.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the same handle. So hope you have a great day. And I hope that 2021 is the time that you can make some of these mindset changes. And I look forward to hearing from you and and how this has been helpful. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Socket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.